So when I signed up to do Rough and Rowdy, I was like, afterwards, we can start talking about the baby thing. What? what? Yeah, I well, I, because I'm always known. <laughs> I've been having an anxiety attack. What? what? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. We're back in the studio. And guess what? What? Mercury is out of retrograde, and this girl is dating again. Yay! What? How does it feel? Good. I'm back out there. I'm back playing the game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing the game. I'm back. I'm swinging. I'm playing sports. There was a question I saw come across, answer the internet, and it was like, if you were to get rid of one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it was drinking, sex, and sports. And people are having like a hard time. I'm like, obviously sports. You have to get rid of one. You have to get rid of one. No, like, I understood the question. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like sports. What about the culture of like going to a game? Alex? I can count on one hand how many games I go to in a year. I can count on one finger. <laughs> one. Just, Wait, what was the, what were the options? Drinking, dating, no, drinking, uh, sex or sports. Drinking, sex or sports. Yeah, I'm killing. I'm killing drinking <gasps> in that scenario. No wine for the rest of your life. Well, well, hard to say yes or no to that, but easy to put it up against sports and sex for me. I guess you love. Like the Oklahoma Thunder, and you love basketball. I love I love a culture of of any sporting event. Yeah, I like people feel so passionate about them. That is true. I think I would be sad if I couldn't. Once once I wasn't allowed to have it, I would always want it. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. You know what? You sure would. <laughs> um, okay, before before we hop into this, I love I just love the season changing, but the seasons change. Our sweatsuits change. But what's one thing that doesn't change? The fact that we drink Pink Whitney. Yeah. So everyone, we always do shoot your shot. My favorite shoot your shot from this past week. Did you read those? I thought they were so good. Can you remind me what they say? My favorite shoot your shot was the girl that broke up with her boyfriend that wasn't giving her enough attention. I was like, go off, queen. Good for you. Know your worth. Because why? Because people treat you how you let them. Yes. And and she, I was like so proud of her for that because I feel like that's hard to do. Yeah. So to that girl and to everyone that's listening, go to your local bar today and order Pink Whitney shots. I love that. Now, so how are you at Graham? Um, Graham and I are great. We are, things are normal, I would say. Um, no, but actually something that's funny is yesterday, no, on Tuesday, I was like, I've been in a weird mood. I've been watching Yellowstone and I, and watching TV shows during the week makes me severely depressed. I know this about myself. I have known it for years. If I watch a TV show, though, I get hooked on it and I can't stop. Wow, that zero to hundred personality, man. <laughs> do, you, do you like you? Is there something like today? I was talking to someone that's like, why would you drink multiple cups of coffee knowing that it would result in a bad thing for you? And I was like, oh, because you love the taste of it and you love the feeling at the moment. But then, of course, it gives you a bad result. Like you have things like that. I'm sure. Candy. Yes. Boys. Yes. Life. I feel like we all walk around and. To him, it was so simple to me. I was like, no, of course. So I watched one episode of Yellowstone Sunday night. I, ca I cannot watch TV on Sunday past noon. It ruins my life. It ruins my week. And it fucks me up. And this is what I did. I watched Yellowstone. And I it watched... makes me feel bad. <laughs> I, I watched five episodes of a show Jordan told me to watch yesterday. That's okay. But like, don't you don't ever bad. like binge. Do you start method acting with your shows? What do you mean? Like I, I get upset. Like I, I get. You are in the show. I'm the character. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm the man, the toxic man. 
I, I'm the girl. Oh, we're talking about Tell Me Lies, if anyone's curious. <laughs> this is why I can't watch TV shows. Like, yeah. I am in them. Mm -hmm. And if I don't live in the place where the setting is set, I it, it just messes with me and it depresses me and I start listening to the type of music. So anyways, I go spiraling down How about you watch Gossip Girl? <laughs> I should. New York City. I, honestly, I could I probably <laughs> handle that. But I can't watch one episode. Like, I need to read it and I need to journal at night. Alex is best when she does that. Anyways, I got out of bed because I was bedridden the past two days. And I, I just like thought Graham was so cute. And this is true. I was like standing up and I was like <laughs> was choking him standing there. But it was like playful. I was like, hi. And he was like, it's creeping me out. It's creeping me out. But it, we were talking about choking earlier. And I was like, oh, I did that. Like I did it not, oh, not sex related. <laughs> I did it like in the middle of the day. <laughs> A true choke. In the middle of my, but I was like, you're so cute. And he was like, stop. <laughs> Alex was like, he would choose, she would choke her teddy bears. Like, you're so cute. I was flirting. Off. <laughs> um, Became a murderer. Do, do you and Graham choke each other in the bedroom? Okay, let's, let me ask you this. If I answer this, does it change your perception of me or him? When, for instance, you got to look at me and know the answer. Are you cool with that? Yes, ma'am. And with him, when you're sitting down at dinner with him, and you know whether or not the kid likes a little choke at night, you're cool? Dude, I know Graham, like the back of my hand at this point, one little more, <laughs> one more thing is not going to change my perception of him. Okay, because I've been, I've been thinking about this lately. Like, we obviously share so much on here. And I have grown to really love that. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I tried to check myself the other week and I was like, do you care that you share whether or not you choke each other in the bedroom? And no part of me cared. Like, I was like, do you, do you care? And I was like, no, because like we're all just human. So anyways, just a disclaimer, I guess I felt like I needed to. Well, if it makes you feel better, choking is seen as a taboo and people are afraid to admit that they like it. So you're helping people by admitting that you like it. I do like it. I, cause I think it shows like, Okay, you know how you're so passionate sometimes in the bedroom? Like, there's different levels of sex. Yes. But if you're in, like, the really passionate one, yeah. Like, sometimes I'm, like, I, I love, like, a hair pull or I love, like, a choking situation. But now I'm wondering why that is. Do you know? Do, do you and why? Yes, I do know. Um, you know why people like to be choked? Oh, I know why I like to be choked. Why? I, so I'm such, and this could be the same for you, like, I, we have such dominant personalities mm. and we're always in control and I feel like I'm in control of everything in my life that in the bedroom, I don't want to be in control for once in my life. And I would prefer to be submissive. So I like when people choke me because they're being dominant and showing me that they're more dominant than me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love being choked. It's my favorite bedtime activity. Okay. A few things about choking. Okay. Just going to get right into it. Okay. So if a guy insinuates that he likes to be choked or wants to choke me, my whole body, like, you know that feeling you get, like, when you're getting super turned on? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Like, you can, like, feel it head to your toe. Yeah. Like, even right now, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my body will just, like, break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of people struggle with choking because it can be a little bit iffy if you're first dating. So I feel like for somebody, if they want to start choking. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to start choking, here's what you got to do. <laughs> you want to start choking. <laughs> choking 101 how to choke your partner the appropriate way let's get into it everybody <laughs> i feel like all you have to do really is like softly like start touching their neck and usually what a person who likes to be choked will do is they'll grab the, your wrist so like if you're if it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl like just like gently start to like 
across the neck, and that person, if they like it, they, you know what I mean? They'll usually grab your hand and mm-hmm. keep it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that ever happen? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's you, a good point. Then you can kind of know that that is something that they like doing because they're they're holding your hand there. They're not like pushing it away. Oh, you're you're saying this is a tip for if you if to, to ease into it to see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If, if you don't feel comfortable being like, can I choke you? You could just like gently caress their neck, and then that person, if they like it, I would bet nine out of time, nine out of ten times, if they're aware of what's going on, like they're in tune with their body, they'll probably grab your hand as like a reflex to keep it there. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer to be choked or to choke? Okay, so or do or both. I love being choked, but I just I just choked someone for the first time the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've only, I just did the choking, and it's not as fun. No, I just choked. I think I've probably choked guys in the past, but um, I choked somebody once, and <laughs> it was such a like it turned me on to choking him. Were you on top? Yeah. Yes, I was. Nice. I don't like to choke oh, on top. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice story. <laughs> but I've, ne- I've, I've never like fully choked someone because I yeah. don't think a lot of guys I've slept with like to be choked. I feel like they're probably like, oh, I'm not dominant then. Like, I don't want my girlfriend to choke me. Um, no, I agree with that. Yeah, but, but th- yeah. this guy liked to be choked and I loved it. I loved cho- <laughs> I loved choking. <laughs> I loved it. No, but I, I did really enjoy the like the choking of to the per- of the person. See, I don't I. You don't can never choke Graham. He's too sweet. I don't like <laughs> yeah. choking him because I feel like sometimes I do have a more assertive personality, like you were saying. And when I'm choking him, I'm just like, I want you. Like, okay, it's hard for me to imagine a girl fucking a guy. I know it's possible, but I always think like the guy fucks the girl. That's the oh, way I like to think of it. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Sorry, I was like, what are you talking? Sorry, are you using fucking as in like that type of sex? Yes. Okay. I think I think I like to. I like to think of the scenario of him fucking her. Yes. Therefore, I like to think of him choking her. Yeah, that makes sense. Fair. I don't like to do the choking because then I'm like, I'm dominating you and I like to be dominated. Okay. Yes. We. Yes. Wait. Oh, I, just had a, I was just mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, because that's why you said I like being choked because I like being dominated. But for some reason, I also did really enjoy choking that person as well but maybe it's just because like i have the end of the day like i still am the person i am so like that part of me is coming out right like that dominant part and you hadn't done it yeah and i i hadn't done it yeah there, not a lot of guys are like yeah choke me right because like they're little babies little, <laughs> not little a lot bitch of ass boys won't let me choke them <laughs> <laughs> don't be a little baby don't be a little bitch boy let me choke you okay <laughs> like, what the fuck? um but no i i think at the end of the day if i had to choose i would prefer to be choked 100 percent Hundred percent would rather be choked than do the choking. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like you guys just know, I love my necks mm-hmm. being touched. Yeah. If a guy, if a guy, I don't care if it's a stranger, comes up to me and grabs back my neck, I'll melt. But do you like when it's like a little? It's like the fingers more, or the fucking hole. Wait, do you, you know like what when I mean? it's? There's two different ways people do it. I feel like there's one where it's just like them them pushing their fingers into the sides. I recently had and this there's one where they use their whole. Okay, there I don't has, like the latter. I agree with that. There is a scenario we do need to put out the disclaimer: like yeah. choking can hurt, <laughs> yeah. and there are scenarios where you're like, "Holy fuck!" Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, like you, you ever gotten bruises on your collarbone? Yes. And you're like, eh. "Whoa!" Choking is more the art of like I'm dominating you, less about I'm choking you. It's <laughs> like, more of like yeah. I'm owning and I'm driving the car, less about Ugh, yeah. Like, so, in the terms of choking, if your partner likes to be choked, and you realize that, and you see, okay, so if 
Okay, if your partner likes to be choked and you start choking them and you see the way they react to it, I think eventually it can start to turn you on. Because like initially, Graham was like, I don't understand the boob thing. Fast forward to now, he's like, I know it turns him on so much. He's like, I want your boobs. And it's like, but that took a little bit. Yeah. It took me saying it and like him understanding that. And I think it can tur- start to turn them on. Well, there's nothing more sexier than seeing your partner being turned on by what you're doing to them. Yes. Like then you fight, then you feel powerful, but like you wouldn't know if your partner likes a little bit of choking mm. if you didn't like try it, but you wouldn't know that they don't like their neck kissed if you didn't try it. Yeah. So it's like, wh- what about the pigtail situation? You ever heard if you wear pigtails, it means, you know what that means? What's it mean? Wait, what? Oh, I thought you were asking why I was wearing pigtails today. No, or, but... And did it spark a question in you? Yeah. What's uh, it mean? Well, I don't know. I feel like guys just like it. They love it. Really? One time I wore my hair braided and Graham was like, ah. And I was like, Yeah, huh? Mike told me to wear my hair like this today. <laughs> yeah, they love it. Because I think it... I don't it, know. Is ew. that kind of weird? Is that like a... It's like a schoolgirl school girl thing. Yeah, but I think I think I like I I like it. I, I'm here. No for wonder it. I got so many weird looks around me with my pigtails. So I'm, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Is she um? It's like yes. No <laughs> <laughs> drive. Okay, the count. That's the count. <laughs> oh my god. Have you ever have you ever sexted? Do you want to know something crazy? Yes. I have never ever never ever. Forever. 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 I have never properly sexted before. And when I say properly, I probably sent like a risky, risky text when I was in high school or college, but I've I've never like properly been like, I want you or I want to suck your dick or something like I don't even see, I don't even know how. Yeah, that's (laughs) I don't know how to sext. Okay, so we do these in-office questions, and the other yesterday, the question was, who's the worst person to send a sext message to? And I was like, <laughs> easy, because I've done it. And I thought about this all last night. Like, who is the worst person? And you ready for who I think it is? I think it's the one I sent it to. Uh, I have one for you. I don't know if it's the same one. Okay, I had Graham's grandmother programmed in my phone as Graham's grandma in college. And that's bad because that's Graham. Graham's first name is in front of the grandma, right? Like, oh no, Alex. Yeah. So wait, I. Wait, you did this? Yes. No, stop. I, yes. I don't want to hear. I'm no, scared. and my my roommates were <laughs> phenomenal because they immediately were like, "We have to take shots. Like, we have to take. Sh- we we have to go to bed and like forget that it happened." What did you text her? It was just like I can't even play it, but like right, like just it just it was it wasn't that bad, but it was very flirty and it was obviously not meant for her. And it makes me sad because... Oh, my God. Like, I think... Because your own parents will forgive you, right? They're like... It's bad to send, like, one to, like, think about your dad. That's bad. But that's still your father. And, like, I think he'll... he'll we can come back from it. I do think. Did you did you come back from it? What would ca- you say? I called her. And I was like, listen... Yeah, I called her like 1 a.m. You confronted her head on? I had to. What was I going to do? Was she a texting grandma? Yes. Okay. She's just tech savvy. She's the sweetest, most tech savvy, most forgiving. She's lovely. You called her? I called her. And I didn't know Graham or like I, I think I had met her one time. Oh, my God, Alex. What was the text? It was very. Like, it wasn't like suck my dick. No. Or I want to suck your dick. What's even worse is me and my roommates were <laughs> FaceTiming him at the time. Like, we were on FaceTime with him, and I was, like, texting him, but I was actually texting her. And then I was like, I just texted your grandma, like, the wrong, and my roommate's like, why the fuck are you texting him right now? And I was like, oh, no, it was bad. It was very bad. But I called her, and I was like, listen, I sent you a text message that was not meant for you. 
she was so sweet. She was like, technology these days, like you just, it's such a good lesson. Like you do have to be careful. And I was like, yes, I have you programmed as Graham's grandma. And so then I know, I do think you, that's the worst. Do you know what you're notorious at? What? Texting the wrong person or group chat. Yeah, I'm really bad about that. Horrible. And I don't understand because you have pinned. You have people pinned. I know. At that time, pinning didn't exist, but you have group chats pinned, but you still text the wrong group chats. I err to be a little careless sometimes. Really? And I let things fly. And that was a bad moment. Okay, who do you think the worst person to send in one is to? Um, it would be either my dad or brother or mm. one of my exes that I would never want to see again. A brother's bad. Yeah. I would rather, I, I think my dad would be worse because, like, my brother I could be like, yo, Colton. <laughs> delete it <laughs> delete it and because he would get it he's like my age he gets it but my dad would be like oh my god no you don't touch boys <laughs> right now i can't even see it no and then you have to go to thanksgiving and you're just like mm. yeah ah, brutal do have you ever had speaking of like the sexting have you ever had facetime sex okay so another thing i can't do i can't fathom doing and i don't wouldn't know how to do it <laughs> like literally i can't i can't do anything electronically with sex or no like that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, vibrators are electronic. Dude, I just got a new vibrator yesterday from Adam and Eve. And it... Oh, you used that? The no. Flower. You used it? Good or bad? What is this face? This face is either it's good or that's, it's bad. That's euphoria. Honey. <laughs> what did that mean? Honey. Euphoria is good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Best... Best vibrator I have ever tried in my entire life. It was a flower, right? Well, it was like a flower, but then it has a little... Like, pedal that sticks out, they go... It looks like a tongue. Yeah, and it just flaps. What was so nice about that? <laughs> I mean, it mimics... It mimics what? A tongue? A tongue. Oh. Have you ever had one that does that? A tongue? Or a oh, vibrator? Well, vibrator. No, no, and this is my first one. Have you ever had a tongue? <laughs> <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a tongue on there before, yeah. Um, <gasps> phone sex... Listen, I find all that stuff really hard. Like, I have tried it, yeah, because when we were long distance, nothing is the same as the person. I just don't know how, I, w I would laugh the whole time, like, hey, baby, I want, like, I, what? No, I could never. Well, FaceTime's, like, at least better, but it's still, like, so awkward because you know they're doing it to themselves. Like, Ugh. I had the hardest time, I would just start laughing. Ugh. I'm like, I get it, yeah, you're doing it to yourself. Like, I don't know, I had the hardest time with it. I, I think phone sex works for some people, but I, I seriously don't get how you're going to, like, FaceTime somebody and be like, what do you tell them? Like, you touch yourself there, I'll touch myself here. And then it's like, yeah. I mean, you guys know even, like, dirty talk is, is something I'm still working on. Like, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. The phone sex, like, and then, or, like, have you ever seen people, like, moaning to their phone? I'm like, no. 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 I, I mean, I can't even send a nude. Like, no. when it comes to electronics, your girl can't do anything sexual. But in person... Life's great. Perfect. I think in person's so much better. It is. And it also, I will say, makes me appreciate the sex more because I don't, like, do the other things. Uh, yeah. And I think even if you did do the other things, like, in person's still going to trump all. Mm -hmm. I think it would be sad, actually, and, and this might pertain, I think there's probably people like this. I don't think either of you are, though, that, like, prefer, like, the doing it to themselves over, like, do, doing it with a person. But I'm just not that way. No, I'm not. I'm not that way either. Sometimes you have to do it though if you're in long distance. You have no choice. You, I mean, like, yeah, you have no choice really. It's no, like, no, it's like the reality of your situation. Hundred percent, and that and that was ours. But I'm saying put it up against. Oh, of course. And I was like, I don't even think. Like, I mean, I just sad. Laugh. 
I would stinks. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I'd rather just maybe have them like send me a sexy pic and then I'll just like masturbate to it's it. It's so much work. Like FaceTime sex is so much. You've done it. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah. Oh, oh, no. No, a lot. To the point where I like fucking hate the idea of it because it was like, oh, it's so much work. And like, I don't know. It's like, you have to like talk. You have to like act. Yeah. You have to like put, it's not like a natural thing. Like, and you have to like, you feel like you're role playing? Yeah, kind of. And it's like, mm, I don't know. Like, I had to do it a lot in college and stuff because I was in long distance. So it's just like, every time I'm going to get that FaceTime, I would like know it's like that kind and be like, Jesus Christ, like I really am not in the mood to do that. Or like a normal FaceTime would turn into it and it's like, God, I gotta like lock the door, you know, fix my hair. Like, I don't know. It's just like one time when I was studying abroad, my roommates walked in on me doing it and it was actually, no, it wasn't awkward. What'd you say? You're just like, yeah. I was like, I'm having FaceTime sex. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> like, I, I would be, I, if you, when you phrase it like that, I'd be yeah. like, oh, okay. But it's like so awkward. Like, yeah. yeah, and to me, FaceTiming is such an intimate thing that I find special because I'm not like someone who loves to have that phone call like you. Or I wouldn't want to every like every time they FaceTime me, I wouldn't want to be like, ugh, it's, we have to have sex now. It's well, because it's point. not sex; it's masturbating. Yeah, like, I can just do that on my own. It's masturbating. Bro. It's not sex. It's like, like, bro, I don't need you yeah. to get me off. Like I, just, when we hang up, I'm just gonna feel lonely and sad. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. I, I've never, I know I said I like had never faked an orgasm, which was very true, but I have faked definitely like the FaceTime stuff because you, you are, you're <laughs> acting. Mm-hmm. You're just like, the, you know what I wonder though? Okay, so like girls clearly hate the FaceTime sex from our end. Do guys love it? Because like usually I never called him. He always was calling me. Like, do, is it good for them? Because for me, for us, it's miserable. So actually, I think that brings up the listener question that I have. Oh, let's do because it. Because guys are so visual. Like, they that's what they want. They, like, want to see. Once they see you naked, they're, like, turned on. Like, that's, but that's not how girls are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they need the anticipation. Like, I can't just, like, take a picture of myself and be, like, or see a picture of your penis and be, like, turned on. Like, that's not hot to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. The penis is so much less hot than any photo of a girl's body you can send. Mm-hmm. Like, have yeah. you, I wonder if guys have ever thought about that. The fact that we see, like, a penis, it's just like, rah, rah, rah. but girls, like, their bodies are beautiful. I know. <laughs> Before you read the listener question, can we do better help? Yeah. Because we're all going to need therapy after this. <laughs> <laughs> now, a word from our sponsor, Better help. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling. And it's nice to say that J-Dub and I both are now in therapy. And I, we were talking about it this weekend. There's nothing better we can do for our mental health than go to therapy, right? Hundo P. What has been the most beneficial thing for you lately? Um... So the, my favorite, one of my favorite things about therapy right now is I love talking to a person who's non, like, uh, who is not biased, unbiased. She is unbiased. Like, I can tell her anything, and I know she'll never judge me, and she also doesn't know a lot about, like, my life yet. So it's just such an unbiased response, which I really appreciate. And she's making you journal, which I know you're loving. She's making me journal. She's making me, doing, she's making me do so many practices that I found very uncomfortable in the beginning, but now they've benefited me so much. 
and all of our listeners can benefit as well because if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, which we would completely endorse, BetterHelp is a great option because it's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. So no excuses. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time, which is very important. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl. Amazing. Okay, what's this listener question? Okay. I'm excited for this one. You said uh, it was going to be a good one. I thought it could open up a can of worms, kind of. <laughs> Alana's like, let me drop a grenade. Yeah. Pandora's box, baby. Um, I just can only see pictures of steak. I don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> what sorry okay. i couldn't find my picture <laughs> hey new follower but i love you all here's a tricky one for you Wait, so it's a man DMing. this is a man okay yeah. good to know my wife and i's intimacy isn't even close to what it used to be and she is frustrated when i ask her for blowjobs and sex we aren't on the same level physically but we are on everything else i just miss the physical am i the asshole so that got me thinking that Kind of like what we were just saying that like guys and girls are kind of like turned on by different things. And I feel like maybe there's like a disconnect in what she finds intimate and what he does. So I thought we could talk about that. Yeah, right out of the gates, I wonder if she feels used. Like if he's just like, we're supposed to have sex. So let's just, we're, when we hit the bedroom at night, like I want a blowjob. And then from there, they're not bridging the gap between like feelings and like loving a person and like wanting to feel intimate and having sex. Cause we're actually talking about right now, like masturbating and doing things like that, which there's no emotional connection to. Mm -hmm. Like you're just checking a box because like you want to, you want to have, you want to come, I guess. Right. But then when we're talking about something very different of like intimacy with a partner, there's so much else that goes into that, which is like loving each other, touching each other, flirting, which we always talk about. And like that leads to the bedroom. So I want, it would be interesting to hear from her, but that's my initial thought is they're not bridging the gap. I think you got a big problem if you're missing the emotional connection, but if you have the emotional connection, great news, capitalize on it because all girls want is to feel loved and your hand held or whatever her love language is. Mm -hmm. She wants that. And that translates into the bedroom. I also, the way I'm, thinking about this is he doesn't seem to think that there's a gap in the emotional part, but she is. So he just needs to help fill her emotional gap and then the physical will come. Yeah. Do you think he could even, I, I think some people would have a hard time with this, but I think it would be good if you sat, if they sat each other down and there and she's like, or he says, I feel like emotionally we're connecting. I want to feel that intimacy translate into the bedroom. And she's like, no, you're not even asking me how my day is. Yeah. I don't feel like we're emotionally connecting. And then we get into the bedroom and you're like, fuck me. And I feel used. And like, I feel like a prop. And yeah. he's like, wait, what? Or she's like, I want you to take me to dinner. Like, it feels like you're right. He's getting it. She's missed. Yeah. And also we don't know how long they've been married. Things change in a relationship. Routine is dangerous. And maybe he's just doing the same thing that they've always done. And she's like, that doesn't fulfill me emotionally anymore. So we need to change it up. But also there needs to be more communication. Yes, there does need to be more communication. And you're right. It's a miss, right? So like mm -hmm. what we were just talking about, if a guy sends a dick pic, they're like, this is awesome. But on the receiving end of that, you're like, none of that turns me on. I really just want to have like a, a conversation with you. I want to feel loved. And I think your dick pic's ugly. Like... <laughs> 
I, I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, yeah. I think guys are like, I gave her a gift. When you, when guys send a dick pic, I think they're like, you're welcome. And we're like, I just yeah. get like a piece of long skin in my, like, that's the photo I'm getting. <laughs> and when we send a photo, it's like a beautiful, like silhouette of a body. And I feel like, I feel like that's what this is. It's just like taking that concept and translating into emotions. And it's just like, maybe we don't feel the same because girls do operate a little different. Do you think that love languages can change throughout life in a relationship? Like if physical touch was maybe you and girl, or I won't use physical touch. Let's say like access service was you and grams in the beginning, but then over time it turned into quality time. Like, do you think that's possible? Okay. I feel that could be it. I feel like it's so possible. And I don't know that last week I would have ever answered it that way. But can I bring up the kid thing right now really quickly? Yeah, of course. Okay, it, it just fits here. But I've been thinking about, like, timelines of when to have a baby. And so then I've been thinking about ways that Graham and I communicate with each other. And I feel like I feel like when a new life situation arises or, like, when something big happens as a couple and you get through it or you, like, have to talk to each other about it, everything in the way you operate, like, shifts. So, like, my love language used to be... Um, it, it still is physical touch, but like sometimes I'm noticing I need like more communication or like random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Like the more we get into things and the more we deal with, and I'm like, that's so interesting. Like it's changing. Then I'm like, why is it changing? And I'm like, because I'm changing. Like I'm starting to think of like, where do I want to put my roots down? When do I want to have a baby? And then things change. So I can only imagine when something big happened, when you had a kid or when you did move or when somebody got a new job, I would think, I would think your love language would change. Yeah. Because it's like how you're communicating with somebody. Has yours ever changed? I've been in a relationship in a long time, but I feel like it definitely could because when you first start dating a person, you just want to be with them all the time. So it could be quality time or physical touch because you just want to be touching them all the time. But then as the relationship develops, maybe you need more affirmation or like reassurance that things are going okay. So it's going to be like words of affirmation. And then maybe you get married and have kids, so you need more acts of service. So I feel like it would be healthy for your love language to change over time with your partner. Yeah, and maybe only natural. But you, we have to remember, like, we aren't mind readers, so we have to communicate that to one another. Gosh, I do think, like, that's so true. The communication aspect. Yeah. I have to tell, I literally have to tell myself every day, Jordan, you are not a mind reader. You cannot predict the future. So stop trying. Like, Name a scenario that we've encountered in life since we've known each other. Last where, week. Where communication wasn't the answer. Oh, I thought you were going to say where we've predicted the future. I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. last week in Nashville, actually. <laughs> yeah, that was last freaky. week in the pizza place. That was creepy. That was, that was crazy. But, like, communication, I feel like in every single scenario has been, we're like, oh, well, if they just communicated and talked about it. And it's hard, though. I actually think we can sit here and say that because we do communicate so often now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a hard habit to get into. But once you do it, like, in, in this scenario of this couple, it's going to be a little awkward. You're going to sit down and be like, I want to be more intimate. For a guy to say that to a girl is going to be tough. Like, hey, honey, I want to be more intimate with you. Yeah. She's, all she's going to do is appreciate that. And love it. And it's going to make things so much better. But I do think if communication is not your strong suit, it will be a bit awkward, but it will be so beneficial. Yeah. And she needs to let him know that she's not being fulfilled emotionally and give him tips on how he can fulfill her emotionally. Because like men and women, we don't know how we don't know that we don't we aren't just born with like knowing what our partner needs. Right. And he clearly thinks that she he thinks there's nothing wrong emotionally. Yeah. Like that's what he's sitting there thinking. He wrote it in. 
And it's like, yeah, but she, she doesn't does. get the difference. I feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, tr- I'm thinking about like times I'm so excited to have sex, and it's like it starts in the morning. You know what I mean? It starts like when like he tells me I look pretty when he holds my hand, like he makes me a sandwich. You know what I mean? It's like all these like little things of like intimate, non-sexual things that like just makes you know that someone cares about you. Like yeah. grabs my ass. Do you know what I mean? Like, and guys are just like, oh, it's 830 and I'm horny. Like, that's not how women operate. Well, and also, like, think about the way you fall in love with someone or you start to like someone. It's usually, like, the little things that they do. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he remembered this about me. Or, oh, he asked about my day. Or he checks in on me or says good morning. Like, little things. And that turns into bigger and bigger things. But... Most people aren't like, the sex was so great, I'm in love. You know what right. I mean? No. It's like, no, it's like all these cute little emotional things that lead to bigger things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually that's actually a really good point. And none of those things, it's funny that we as humans reserve sex for nighttime, like late at night, because yeah. you're right. In the morning, I am the most turned on. I'm in the best <laughs> mood. I'm in the best headspace, the middle of the day even. But to go home, like once we've like wound down, brushed your teeth, then to like have sex and then go to bed actually kind of seems backwards. Like you'd think you would put sex at any other time of the day besides night. Wait, that's actually so true. I almost think nighttime sex is a result of a buildup of like emotion all day. Yeah. The uh, like morning and afternoon sex is like that's when it's like on the spot, like, oh I'm, you just turned me on for some reason. But when it's at night, it's like because all day, like I you've been doing these things that makes me like attracted to you. Yeah. So I want to express that. And don't you want to have sex when your brain is the most functional? And, like, for me, I'm a morning person. So between 6 a.m., like, my app says between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., I'm my most, like, my best self. And So I'm not having sex. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And once you have sex, like, there's a, there, okay, once I have sex, if one of us orgasms for about 30 minutes afterwards, I don't want to be touched. But after that 30 minutes, I am, like, cuddle, all that. And you don't get to reap those benefits if you do it at night because you went to bed. So it's like if you did it in the middle of the day or in the morning, like Saturday at 3 p.m. sex is the best because then you go yeah. out to dinner and you're like, I love you. We're having so much fun. We've already been intimate. Like we're doing it at the wrong time. Do you want to so messed up? The reason why I don't like like afternoon sex is because it ruins my makeup and hair. Yes. I, valid. So oh valid. Oh, my God. I become a greasy dog after sex. My hair is greasy. My makeup smeared oh my everywhere. God, yes, my so face is. is usually chafed because I have such sensitive skin. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like I just worked out and I'm ready to go. Wait, what? After sex. Like, I know I know. after working out you don't look your best, but I'm down to get re-ready. I know that's weird. Oh, but I see what you're saying. You're a wet dog. Yep. <laughs> I'm high maintenance when it comes to getting You can get ready like five minutes. You're like... Burp, 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 burp. And I'm like... One hour later, <laughs> two hours later, <laughs> which is funny because I don't wear that much makeup, but it takes me forever to get ready. You know what I like? Actually, I'm going to go on a, just a slight get ready tangent. Oh, love. I love what I, I don't like when someone's like, like, you just are who you are in that scenario. You're mm-hmm. like, it's, I'm going to, I learned it at the wedding, but I was like, listen, I'm going to need an hour to get ready. <laughs> oh, and you were like, me? I'm going to need two and a half. And I was like, thank just tell me. Yeah. And then, like, you're going to be on time. You love taking your time getting ready. But I hate when girls have to be like, oh, no, I, I can get ready fast. It's like, or, not me. It's like, you don't have to. Not like, me, wrong bitch. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, be okay with that, though. Be like, I take a long time. to. I'm, I'm that friend. That's actually so true. And I've learned to be more communicative about that. Um, because it's not something I can change or want to change. Because I love makeup. And I love getting ready. So I like to dilly-dally. 
And I think that's phenomenal. Because it's not like, and I, I, when people here, I take an hour and a half to get ready. They're like, wow, either she's one high maintenance or two wears a shit ton of makeup. And it's like, okay, it might be a little high maintenance, but I don't wear that much makeup. And even if I did wear a lot of makeup, who cares? But like, that's like the, why I never like to tell people I take so long. Cause they'd be like, she's fake. She just wears a lot of makeup. No, you own it. I loved it. I was, you went back from the beach earlier than me because you're like, I'm going to take longer to get ready. Yeah. I was like, Graham. Take it home. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, she knows. And then as a result, you were comfortable in what you like had gotten ready with. I thought it was great. And then I wasn't in your way. You weren't in my way at all. It was great. No, I, I do think own that. The key literally to a successful life is just communicating. I'm realizing that. Actually, the key to a successful life is no days wasted. Hell yeah. Ever thought about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's what's what's worse than wasting a day after a hangover. Like mm. you, you know what I mean? You're in the foggy headspace, you're not getting anything done. The scaries. The sun the, the scaries. Gosh. The Sunday scaries. The Sunday scaries after a Saturday of drinking. But fear no more because no days wasted is here to save you. And DHM Detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you drink. I think we can all attest. It saved us in Nashville. It's a plant-based supplement made up of liver protectants, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant ingredients that help break down the toxic byproduct of alcohol. I think we took 75 of these in Nashville. Yeah, they saved all our days. We were able to wake up, record golf because we were taking these and we felt so much better. DHM Detox fights the toxins and uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol which we love to have a good time. So that's really all we want. All you do is take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes right to work. Double up and take another packet if you've had a big night, which we had. Lucky for you guys, we've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash meangirl and use promo code meangirl at checkout. Do you want my, oh, was that the ad? Hold on, one more. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, no days wasted. (laughs) That's nodayswasted.co slash mean girl for 20% off your order. Love. I have an unpopular opinion, but I also, side note, on my dating app on Hinge, I did a voice prompt of how to pronounce opinion. (laughs) I love that. It's like, um, try to change my mind about how to change. I think the prompt is tried to change my mind about this. And okay. then I did a voice and it's like, you pronounce opinion, opinion, because it starts with the O, you'll never change my mind or something like that. But it's, it's killing it on a hinge. I was going to say, that's a great response. And then people can hear my voice too. My horrible voice. What? I just hate hearing my own voice. Wait, what? I, I like love voice voices. As you're hosting a podcast. I know. <laughs> as I'm on the podcast. I, I love voices. Like a voice to me is like, end all be all. I okay. love a good voice. Okay. Would you rather have... A hot guy, but he has like kind of a high pitched voice, or a not as hot guy, but Second. like his voice is so hot. Second, really, I have always been obsessed with like radio voices my entire life. Like I've always been a voice person. But you're married to this person, and he's like hot, but he kind of nope. has a high pitched voice. Nope. <laughs> or he's not that, and he's like a sexy voice. Really, I think voices are part of like I, someone's like physical appearance. Like I take it on. I look at a voice like I do a face. The body. I don't know what it is about a voice, mm. but if someone has a good voice, I will just like lay and listen. That's why I think I like, I liked radio and podcasts for so long because I usually gravitated towards the ones with the good voices. Over, over a very hot guy. Yes. Okay. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> making sure. I love a good voice. That's fair. That's fair. But that's like, okay. Okay. Yes. A voice to me can change someone's appearance. Oh, I like that. That's cool. I love 
love voices. Mm. But what I was going to say about the unpopular opinion is I think I really like to go out more on the weekdays versus weekends because we always say when we go on the weekends, the next day, it's like Sunday, we have the Sunday scaries, but really it's because you have nothing going on. And yes, I know on the weekdays you go to work and you feel a little hungover, but your, your brain is so occupied with everything throughout the day that I don't get the scaries. Like I went out last night <laughs> till four. <laughs> I'm here and I feel great. Okay. So I'm going to go with you on this. I think I would have been against you like two weeks ago. Okay. But I'm going to go with you. One Nashville changed my thought on that. Um, but you're right because the weekends could now be for like recovering, like sleeping, watching TV shows. You know what? We're going home anyways right now. Like, what are we doing? What are you doing on a Monday? Exactly. And then you can use your Saturdays and Sundays to get caught up on sleep and you can relax. Like on Friday, I'm taking a me day and I'm going to sleep and lay in bed all day. And work. <laughs> and, and I'm going to work. Um, also, I like to reserve my, my splurge meals for the weekend. Yes. And there's nothing worse than taking a splurge meal hungover because you can't stop eating it and you're not really enjoying the taste. But if you do it sober on a Saturday at noon and you're like, I'm eating the pancakes. Like, you appreciate the pancakes. I, I agree with you. Yes. Forget. Okay. We're going to contradict this next week. But, <laughs> but no. Screw weekends. I'm with you. We're team weekdays. I am. My, I mean, our favorite day of the week is Thursday. You went out till four? Let me yes, ask you. ma'am. Wait, so if your favorite day of the week is Thursday. Why do I always call you ma'am? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Hi, ma'am. Um, uh, if your fa- what's your favorite day of the week to go out on then? Like, which day do you want to be hungover on? Oh, gosh. So I went out on a Tuesday, and honestly, I'm thriving on a Wednesday. So what about tonight, though? Like, do you, do you mind a Thursday oh, day? Oh, am I going out tonight? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> saying, would you? <laughs> On a Wednesday night with a Thursday day hangover, Friday, Thursday night, which day do you want to be hungover? You know over? what, Alex? What? I think Tuesday might be my favorite day to go out on the weekday because, one, Tuesday's the worst day of the week, in my opinion. And that way Agreed. it kind of gives you a little something spice, like some little like little action to put in your week. Because then by Thursday, I don't want to go out if I have weekend plans because then Friday's ruined. And sat, like, my Friday's still going to be ruined if I go out on Thursday. Right. You don't want to sacrifice the Friday. Yeah, that, that's my question. What day are you sacrificing? Oh, Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah. I'm hate Wednesdays, too. I think it's a Wednesday or a Thursday sacri- is the sacrificial no, lamb of the day. You can't sacrifice a Thursday. Well, I, li- I like the Thursdays, but do you want to go out on a Thursday? Or what's, what's so great about Thursday if you're not, like, what are you doing with it? That's valid. I don't know. I feel like Thursdays are always, like, the day, like, your girlfriends get together and you, like, go out to dinner. And I so. do agree with that. Thursday's a girl day. Like, Saturdays are for the boys. Thursdays are for the girls. And it's, like, Thursday, Thursday you want to go out on and then have the hangover on Friday. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And then you feel better by Saturday. Has anyone ever trademarked Thursdays are for the girls? I do think somebody did do that. I've okay. seen that. I'm just like, can we, can we, can we start that? <laughs> That's, let me Google. <laughs> who invented Saturdays are for the boys? Feidelberg. Yeah. No, you guys, I'm kidding. I oh. know who did. I thought you were going to be like, Jordan, you work at the place I did. Oh. Well, I wasn't going to be rude. <laughs> really? <laughs> For one. Final work. I was going to say what it's ever stopped you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's here. Oh. There's posters. That makes me sad. That is sad. I wonder why. Where did that come from? Saturdays are for the boys? No, no, Thursday. Oh, it's like Final Burke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of people say Thursdays. I think it's because in our heads, like, girls' night out is usually Thursday at a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Kind of trademark. That's my favorite day to go out to, I yeah, think. Yeah, I love a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I agree with that entirely. Alex, you mentioned the B word, which is babies. <laughs> has that been affecting your life lately? Well, kind of, because... 
So when I signed up to do Rough and Rowdy, I was like, afterwards, we can start talking about the baby thing. What? what? Yeah. I, well, I, because I've always known. I've been having an anxiety attack. What? what? I know. And that's like, I just kind of told Graham that and then left it there and then never thought about it. And then I realized, like, I owed him a follow-up on that conversation because uh-huh. I had just been, like, putting it out. I'm a goalpost mover, right? So I'm always like, if I get there, if I get to this spot in my career, if I do all of these things, then I can have a baby mm-hmm. because I feel like naturally that's, like, what I'm supposed to be doing. But internally, when I check in with myself, I'm like, no, I have so many things I want to do before I do that. But I feel like I'm like, I'm 29. Am I supposed to? So I was talking to my therapist about it. I was like, what do I do? And she was like, listen, like you'll never feel fully ready to have a baby. It's not one of those things. But she's like, you will, you will kind of naturally know like I am okay to take that step. But it's kind of like you don't ever want to look back and be like, I do wish I did these things before. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of an internal feeling like, you know, do I want to have kids? Yes. And I know that. Does Graham? Yes. Graham always jokes and he's like, I'm, I was ready when we got married. But for me, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. So I've had to communicate that to him. But I felt bad because I was like, we could do it after rough and rowdy. You're like, we could at least start talking about it. It's also, I think, going to be hard for me because my period is so off. So like, that's going to be a whole other slew of things to like deal with. But that's a separate combo. But my therapist was like, what do you need to have in order to have a kid? And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know, you know, like I'd have to move apartments. Um, where do I want to be in terms of my career? Like, it would be weird for me to be pregnant up here by myself. Like, neither of our families are here. And she was like, none of those things actually have to be solved. Like, you can do you can do life first. Like, you can do these natural steps you want to. Like, you're so okay taking a risk when it comes to work, moving cities, all of those things. But, like, you're not okay in this scenario. And I found it, like, so fascinating because I put all this pressure on myself for timelines. Like, I was like, I'm 29 and I'm supposed to have a baby. And it's like, no, you're not. Like, you can be 35 when you have a baby. Like, you can have a baby whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, I don't have to, like, look around and feel that pressure because I'm trying to do two things at once. Like, I'm trying to do career and then, like, I'm trying to do family. But it's like, I was kind of avoiding it, but I needed to address it. And once I addressed it, like, I did feel so much better because I just felt, like, so normal. Like, I was like, it's okay. Have you addressed it with Graham yet? Yeah. So last night, I was like, I owe you a combo. I owe you a follow-up on this. Um, I was like, I am not ready to have a kid yet. I will be one day, but I was like, I'm not quite there yet. And there's some things I want to do beforehand, but I feel bad because I know you want to, but also I just kind of left you hanging after rough and rowdy. And he was like, all I needed was just to know. And he's like, we're good. Like, he's like, I'll never, because there's two people that have a kid. Like I'm the one that carries it. But, like, he can be the one that wants it. Yeah. Well, so why do you think that if you have a kid, like, you can't also can't do the career thing? Is that because, like, you when like you want to be a mom that's, just, like, a stay-at-home mom? Or because of, like, a societal thing that you think that, like, you can't do both? That's actually a really good question because I know for sure if I was pregnant. Like, I don't even think I would need maternity leave mm-hmm. with this place. Yeah. I think I could I could sit in here nine months pregnant. I think I could literally have the baby, and I think I could come two weeks later. We're recording yeah. the pod. Yeah, in the My hospital. water broke. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're delivering it 
in yeah. the pod. Yeah. Like, I think, I think in that way, we're really fortunate because I'm like, you could easily do that. Yeah. Um, societal norms, I think I felt bad because most of the time, I think the girl wants the baby. First, but why, but why? Why can Graham still do his job? And you, in your head, you're like, I don't want the baby yet because I there's more things I want to do in my career. But he doesn't have that. I you think, know what I mean? Yes, I think it's like we're going to Miami. It's like these travel things uh-huh. that the fun part that comes with this job that I love. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm like bust that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Barstool versus America. I couldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things like that that I really like. I think they're unique to this job. Okay, fair. So those are the things I love doing. Nashville, you know, um, but I, I feel bad because I feel like I should be the one that wants the baby. I'm, and then I'm the one that's going to carry the baby, but it's like, he wants it. And I'm like, I just need a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kids, kids are hard. So hard for me to like talk about this because I don't know if I want kids, but kids are hard because everything you talked about, I noticed like moving to a different state or um, moving careers, changing apartments, it's all kind of temporary change. Like you can go back, but with a baby, you can never go back. Once it's born, it's here forever until the day you die. Mm-hmm. Like there, and like that, your life, it's the one thing that you truly, like even with marriage, you can get divorced. Mm-hmm. But with babies, it's the one thing that's permanent. Right. Like there's truly nothing you can do once it's born. Like it's here mm-hmm. to stay. Yeah. And yeah, you have that kid, you don't want to have it. It's scary. It's it's very scary, and we had a conversation with somebody a few weeks ago, and remember he told you like really good advice. Do you remember the guy I'm talking about? He was like, "Do everything you oh. want to do." I don't. Remember, do you remember exactly what he said? Yeah, get it all like get it all out. But see, I don't. I I do remember this person. Like, get it all out. But yeah, this guy said, "Do everything and get it out of your system before." Mm-hmm. I hate that though, because mm-hmm. I feel like. That's saying once you have the kid, life is over. That's so true. It it was the it it's those comments actually that put the pressure on me. But I look at my friends having these kids and they're like, my life has just begun. Like they they feel this way towards a bit. And I love that. And I'm like, it's so sweet. Oh, I'm gonna start crying. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No, you just you just hit something inside of me. Ah, I guess their priorities change. They they totally like my, change. I'm the oldest. My mom didn't have me till she was 32, and she used to work for L'Oreal. And when I was like a baby, she would go to Paris all the time. And eventually, she was just like, "I'm not going anymore. Like, I don't want to go anymore." Yeah, that makes sense. Like, she would go because she was like, "This like this is what I love to do." But then once you have a baby, you kind of grow out of it, and you're like, "I don't want to go anymore." It's it's kind of like the way I think about it too. Being single, I what I struggle with is that's like what hit me. I was like, oh my god, I just feel like I went to therapy all over again. I always am, I'm scared to get into a relationship because I'm like, I need to get all the fun stuff out before I, I get into a relationship and then I'll be ready. But it's that's not supposed to be. You're supposed to get in a relationship and want to keep doing the fun things. More and, d- more fun things. Yeah, more fun things. Like you're not supposed to look at it as like an ultimatum. You know what I mean? So true. It's so like, like your life just is in a different there's yeah. so many more things to do. Doesn't mean things are gone. Yeah. It's just like more elements. It's like in Harry, when Harry met Sally, it's like when you meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want the rest of your life to start right now. Aww. Yes, that's how my friends are with these babies. Yeah. They're like, I don't know how I knew life before you. So I'm I have crying. It's so crazy. I do think though that maybe maybe this you guys just taught me this. I, my mom gave up everything. Like she wanted to be a, a mother. Mm-hmm. And so I watched her give up everything to have me and my brother, which was phenomenal as a child 
it's not how I see me doing it. So it's hard for me to look at that and be like, I'm going to mother differently. So there are people I follow on Instagram, Morgan Stewart, for example, she goes to fashion week. She owns a business. She has two kids. And it's a good example for me of like what I want my life to look like. And it does help walk me to the water a bit, but it wasn't how I grew up. So sometimes that's hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I live in New York, but she just, she lived in, she, you know, she drove a car. I'm like, how, I it's hard for me to see it, but yeah. maybe I don't need to see it. I, in therapy today, um, she pretty, my therapist pretty much told me that our parents are wrong and to ignore everything that they did because it does not match because I've been struggling with fulfillment and In my head, I feel like the only way to be fulfilled in life is through your job because that's what our parents told us. Mm -hmm. And it's similar to like the only way to be a good mother is if you're a stay-at-home mom because that's what our parents told us. Right. But it's like, no, you don't need – like what our parents did is not the way we can live our life to be Mm -hmm. happy. Like I can find fulfillment in going on dates, hanging out with my friends, reading a book. But my dad only seemed to be fulfilled by doing a job because that's what – they were told and same with my mom because she was a stay-at-home mom too she was looked at as a, as a good mom because she stayed at home right people mm-hmm. who were working moms were looked at as bad moms now a working mom like morgan stewart looks like a badass mm-hmm. right so it's like we just have to pretty much delete everything our parents went through and told us because the way they live their life is not how we can live our life no and there's bits and pieces we'll take from it and be like this applies but there's so much yeah like we're so far off that beaten path already that it's like there's going to be so much that doesn't apply to us. And it's like, that's okay. It's just, yeah. it's scary sometimes to stop and be like, why am I so afraid of this thing? And then it's like, oh, because I think it's supposed to look like this. But to me, it just looks a little different. And why does it have to be so serious? Like we are literally put on this earth to enjoy life, but we're, we never allow ourselves to enjoy life because we're so caught up in like timelines and what society says and what our parents said. It's like, if you want to have a kid, have a kid. If you don't, don't have a kid. Or have a kid and be a working mom or be a stay-at-home mom. Like, just Part do what time. makes you happy. Yeah. And yeah. don't listen to what other people have to say. And, and the, well, the thing was, too, like, no one's really saying it to me. The person that was was Graham. So that's what weighed on me so hard was I was like, that you're 50%. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do owe you that. But it was as simple as a conversation. He was like, I don't even, like, I, I don't care. Communication. <laughs> so it was so key. And I was like, wow, I have to have these conversations with him. But inside of me, I was like, what am I so afraid of? I didn't actually know until we start, we had this combo. Probably what I think it's supposed to look like when you have a kid versus what I'm seeing people do these days. Mm-hmm. All of my friends are doing their thing. Yeah. I'm so, like, I have phenomenal examples of it. I grew up a little different than it. And so mm-hmm. it, I think it was messing with my head a little bit. But it's like, I don't have to know where I'm going to live for the rest of my life to have a child at all. Yeah. I can move 10 times. Literally. And the, the most beautiful thing about New York City is I f- I feel like there's no timelines in this city. And I know not everyone listening lives in New York, but like where you live too shouldn't have a timeline either. But like in New York, it truly, there is no timeline. You could be 40 years old and pregnant with your first baby and people be like, I'm so happy for you. You could be 21 and pregnant and people be like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I feel like the world's working towards that. Yeah. Like I do see that a lot of places where it's like celebrated. Yeah. I think I think the pressure the pressure was coming from me, I think. Like, you're married, I'm single, but no one blinks twice when they hear that we have a podcast together where you're married and I'm single. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Totally. You're married. You're single. (laughs) Great. Love. (laughs) You're in New York. You can do whatever you want. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And and people, I was listening to this podcast talking about how easy social media has made it to move. 
and to do things. And I'm like, it's so true. Like, we're not tied anywhere. We don't have to do anything at any time. Like, the world's really progressing, which is exciting because there's so much more opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to do things differently. And you can explore those within yourself. So I'm just kind of doing that vulnerable thing right now. Yeah. And it's, I think the most important thing is like, you're just continuing to communicate with Graham because you're right. He is 50% of this baby's choice. Totally. Which I really love that you see, because I know a lot of people don't. And I love that you're like, I need to also communicate it with my husband. That's really sweet. Yeah. I had a selfish one where I was like, I get to pick. And then I was like, no, he gets a vote. Yeah. He's half the vote. Which I I love. I think that's really sweet of you to do. Thank you. Wow. Wow. I tied that in nice and nice. Went from choking to timeline. <laughs> babies. Choking to babies. It's titled the podcast, Choking Babies. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. That's inappropriate. I'm sorry. If there's an and in there, I think it would work. Choking and babies. Uh, anyways, A, B, do what you do best. First, oh, add. We're going to talk about how fall is in full swing and getting weeknight dinners right now is easier than ever. Because I think this is a huge meal prep proponent podcast. Um, And that's easier than ever with Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. You've been exploring with meal kits. Mm -hmm. I actually also have. I just used this one the other day. How was it? So easy. I'm not good at cooking. And it was the... First off, it's so cute when it how it comes. It's like all set up really cute. It's like it's like you went grocery shopping at a farmer's market. That's everybody's dream. Aww. Very e- very cute. Very easy to cook. The directions are so simple and I'm not good at cooking and the food was incredible. That's an amazing report and you can choose between 21 recipes yeah. and change each week. You can swap proteins, you can swap sides to your liking. Mm-hmm. So you'll never get tired of eating the same thing. I love that. Yeah. Don't turn to takeout when things get hectic. Instead, get every plate delivered. It's 58% cheaper than your average fast food casual meal. Holy cow. 58%? Dang. Okay, but do check this out. Get your first box for just $1.49 per meal by going to oh everyplate.com and entering code MEAN149. That's code MEAN149 at everyplate.com. I'm really excited to use this. Do you feel like groceries are so expensive all of a sudden. Like yes. a week's worth of groceries for two people, like $150. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? And you need to go again on like Thursday. Yeah. Also, the, I'm doing this immediately. The, what a great thing to do with Mike too. Yeah. Or, or like he'll if you're dating. cook for me. Yeah. <laughs> or like such a great partner thing to do. Or if you have me and my roommate actually did it together. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. Yeah. So it's like fun. This would be phenomenal for college. Like yeah. you get so you don't have your home cooked meals and you get sick of it. Like yeah. you and your roommates could do it. That's amazing. Yeah. Love. Speaking of, I have to go eat. Yes. Um, <laughs> so do what you do best. Follow. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We are phenomenally large on Facebook. It's our new platform. Snapchat. <laughs> big on there, too. <laughs> um, so, okay, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And leave us a five-star review. And, on Apple um, and Spotify. On Apple and Spotify. And what's it called? A review. Leave the review. Yeah. Actually, write the review. Yes, we love reading them. And we want to read yours. Dun, dun, dun. We love you guys. And watch us on YouTube. 